Hello, everyone. Welcome to another edition of Meet the Candidates. I'm your host, John Grabowski. Joining me on the show today is a candidate for the Board of Public Works, Mr. Bob Shaughnessy. Bob, thanks for coming on. Thank you. Absolutely. So we're going to talk about you know, the Board of Public Works, what it does. But first off, I want to know, who is Bob Shaughnessy? Uh, Bob Shaughnessy is a uh, resident of Marshfield. Mm -hmm. Uh, I came in Marshfield when I was four years old, summered in Marshfield down in Rexham, or Rexham, uh, 1956, so I'm aging myself, uh, at four. And, uh, and then in 1983, um, I decided to build my own house in, in Marshfield and um, built a couple of houses, brought up four kids. Yep. Uh, two of them went, four of them went to the elementary school, uh, two went to Marshfield High School, um, two uh, went up to Archbishop Williams High School, and um, they've all done well. We got one that's a lawyer, uh, one's getting a doctorate in occupational therapy, uh, one's a first engineer, went to Mass Maritime, and one's a, a, deck, a third mate on a, on a ship. And um, Marshall's been a good town to us. Yeah. And uh, I, in 2002, I, I ran, first ran for the Board of Public Works yeah. uh, with the idea of uh, trying to help the town out in their infrastructure and their enterprises to uh, make it even a better place. Uh, with, um, the, at, at the time, we had a number of issues. Solid waste uh, number was going through the roof. Uh, the, the, uh, the water protection district uh, laws were, were old, and we wanted to update those. Uh, the, we were just started the Open Space Committee uh, and we, want, uh, we wanted to make sure that the, uh, what lands we do buy uh, will protect the rivers, will protect uh, open space. But also, the number one reason is to protect our water supply. The town of Marshfield is different than, um, like if you were living in the city in the MWRA, right. is that we don't have a Quabbin, we don't have a Wachusett's Reservoir. What we have is our what's within the boundary of Marshfield, mm -hmm. and it's a big uh, sand pit. And uh, if we don't protect our water supply, uh, it's shame on us. Right. And you know, be, I, I have 40 years of experience working for state government, and I'm an environmental engineer, and I'm a contract administrator. Uh, I deal with a lot of finances on projects. Um, I procure a lot of things, so I'm a public procurement officer. And uh, I bring a lot of talent uh, uh, to the Board of Public Works in the 15 years I was there, and I would like to go back for three more years to, uh, to make sure that Marshfield is, continues on uh, for my children and, and my grandchildren. I have one grandson, and it's been a great place. You can't, you can't live in a better place than Marshfield. I want to jump back to, uh, we'll jump back to your experience on the Board of Public Works previously, but you're a lifelong learner. Uh, talk to me about your educational background. Well, I went to Boston State College, I put myself to, drove a taxi, <laughs> you know, nights and weekends and mm -hmm. put myself to. I did the old fashioned way, I mm -hmm. paid for it myself. Uh, and then I, I got a degree in biology and, ge and geology because I was always interested in, in uh, marine stuff and, 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 uh, and earth science. Uh, then I got a master's in environmental engineering mm -hmm. back in, in the 70s when the environmental field was just opening up. Right. They had the, the, the uh, um, the Clean Air Act came out, the new Clean Water Act and all that. So I got my master's in environmental engineering and I started working for the Metropolitan District Commission in environmental quality. And then um, I thought that 
because government was, we were writing f money uh, proposals to the EPA for certain projects and grants. Mm -hmm. I couldn't understand how government worked. So I, so I got frustrated and I went to Suffolk and got my master's in public administration. Wow. Where, where, where when I was at the MDC, my, my major pr priority was you know, planning projects, mm -hmm. um, you know, and, and funding projects. And then, um, then opportunities came over and I worked over, went over to the DEP mm -hmm. and um, I'm a contract administrator and an environmental engineer in the Bureau of Waste Site Cleanup in Boston. Excellent. And I've been there for 20 something years. Um, but you know, it, being on, going on a, a, a volunteer board of public works uh, with my background, I bring a lot of what's happening in other communities where we don't want to have it happen here. Uh, during the 15 years that we were, I was on the board, there were, there were some contentious moments right. when we were trying to build a uh, dog park. They wanted to put it on top of our wells over a wheelless pit, and it was going to be all that waste and, and uh, going into our, mm -hmm. one of our cleanest wells. Right. Uh, you know, it was a, it was a, there was a time that we were, we were looking at fireworks at the fairgrounds, and mm -hmm. uh, our perchlorate number was going through the roof over our South River Street wells, where the South River Street wells we were just putting online is for, for augmented. We were, we were adding new wells to the, to the system for fire protection. Uh, in a drought system, it's all about quantity. Okay. If you don't have the quantity, you're out, you're out of business. I mean, Situate was asking two, two years ago during the drought, can Marshfield make the connection to help them out because they were out of water. Really? And we didn't have the water line on Spring Street that could make the connection to help a, a neighboring town. Um, those, types of that, those types of things that, you know, we need to be a good neighbor. Right. And we, we do have, we, uh, when I was on the board, we also built uh, two water towers. Uh, one in Pudding Hill and the other one on um, Carolina Hill. Yeah. Uh, and it was, it was basically to make sure that, uh, for fire protection. Mm -hmm. uh, we also moved a lot of uh, two-inch lines, old service lines down in the Rexham area and, and, and moved them to eight-inch lines and, uh, for fire protection. So it's, it's quality, but also quantity right. and water supply. And that's what I bring to the Board of Public Works is, is a deeper understanding of how water works and how that whole system. I also am a wastewater engineer. Okay. So I understand what you need on the wastewater side of things. Uh, we did do, when I was on the board, we did do a, um, uh, a second uh, uh, settling tank mm -hmm. coming in because uh, when you have your wastewater come in, it comes through a set of screens, and then it goes to settling, then it goes to tr secondary treatment, and then it goes to, out to the outfall. Uh, and if you have a problem with your settling, you have a problem with sewage with backing up. Right. So okay. we, we wanted to make sure that there's a consistent, that the thing won't, won't have a fall. The uh, sewer rate number is very difficult for a lot of people. Okay. Um, Water's okay, so, uh, trash is going up uh, from the standpoint that China doesn't re re accept any recycling anymore. So we, we end up paying for uh, not as much as trash, but uh, we, do, we do have a, a higher, okay. higher number than we did back in 2011 when we could uh, you know, get rid of the uh, recycling component for free.
-hmm. Now we have to pay for it. Okay. So there's a, there's a, I'm bringing history back. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but I'm also have, have enough technical background and, and financial background to, yeah. to help our community out. Okay. You know, you're on, you've been on the board, you were on the board for five terms, you know, it's 15 years. That's, what's the one big accomplishment? You know, what's like the number one accomplishment you think you had? But Toxic Woods. Okay. But Toxic Woods was the number one uh, uh, achievement. Number two was seawalls. Um, number three was rate stability. Uh, rate stability from the standpoint that, that we ran the enterprise funds like a business. That when you, that we planned in there that we don't get these swings in rate increases. That, it is, that every year they do a five-year plan, they figure it out. We, we keep a certain amount of money yeah. tied in there so that there's a buffer. Mm -hmm. We don't have to hit the ratepayer all, all at one hit, uh, that we have financial stability there. Mm -hmm. um, the fourth is a good team. We, when, we, when, I was, when I was there, we hired a couple of superintendents. Uh, Tom Reynolds is the, is, uh, the one now. Mm -hmm. Dave Carey was before that. Jeb Deloads was before that. Walt Defender was before that. Um, and Tom, we, uh, we worked with Tom to build a structure for continuity. Uh, we brought in a deputy superintendent, mm -hmm. uh, Sean Patterson, who's yeah. a great guy. Yeah. Uh, we brought in Dan Bowen as a financial guy. All that was done under one superintendent before that. And it was a burnout job. Right. And if the superintendent left, there was no continuity. Right. So the board really felt that you need to have, you know, if somebody left and got a better opportunity or decided to retire, we weren't in a hole right. from a management standpoint. So we have a try. And Rod Procasino, and I'll, I'll say, I can't say enough for Rod Procasino. And Rod's probably going to say, oh, why is he saying this to me? <laughs> but Rod Procasino is uh, probably the best town engineer on the South Shore. Okay. Uh, Rod's been, we work together with uh, Jim Cantwell mm -hmm. on a number of funding components to rebuild our seawalls. Mm -hmm. uh, we were thinking about you know, spending a million dollars a year and, and do it so many years. Right. And then, the then Jim Cantwell uh, really uh, helped with, with other state representatives, came up with the environmental bill that, that tied seawalls in with flood, flood control. Mm -hmm. so, the, so the state reps out in the western part of the state bought into it and they realized that in the eastern part of the state, it's, it's ocean, ocean front. Right. So they worked together and we got funding. Yeah. Uh, what, why I say Rod Procasino is one of the best engineers in, in the South Shore is because we worked together, the board and, and Rod and the superintendent, to plan out a strategy and a design, studies and designs. And we had shovel-ready projects all ready to go. So when the state funding came up, they said to us in March, do you have any, have any jobs to us? And we, yes, had, we, do. And we had three. And before Situate and Duxbury and the other coastal communities, Marshall was the first one to get the funding. And we, and, and we continued to get funding for three or four years afterwards and, uh, because we, were, we, all, we, we did the good planning. And that's where a board public works member does, is that it sets the tone, it sets the management, 
It says the, the, uh, the it's okay to go out and, and, and plan ahead you, and, and, and being consistent. So why I would want to be back on the board is because I'm a planner. Yeah. And I'm, I, I'm an organizer. I'm a guy that likes to group people together as a team and, and really have a common cause. It can, it, it, it's either common cause with the seawalls, flood control, uh, climate change, uh, resistancy. That's a big thing that's coming up now. Mm -hmm. uh, and that's where it's coming is the, uh, is the, is the, sta the state level. Um, in Boston's doing it, and you see uh, the newspaper all the time. Mm -hmm. and, and there's going to be a lot more grant programs. Just because we did seawalls doesn't mean that we're, we're prepared. Right. There's other pieces. There's, there's the public beach, the Rexham. There's old Rexham. There's, surf, there's uh, um, Bay Avenue. There's the, there's the jetties. Um, there's the rivers. We, there's still a lot more planning to do, and we could do it as a common cause. I was, yeah, I was, I was going to ask you, you know, sometimes when we, government officials or people that run for boards, they're there for a period of time, and then we never see them again. And now and you took two years off, and you're coming back. I was, was going to ask you, why, why come back? Well, um, but you, yeah, no, you well, well, the thing is, it, it, I, I went off the board two years ago because, uh, as everyone, you know, you spend a lot of time away yeah. from it. And, and your wife is just like, you know, you should be home more. And, and you know, now that um, my kids are out of school, mm -hmm. except for one who's getting a doctorate, and, uh, she's, but she's living alone. Um, something to do. Mm -hmm. I have a good talent. Yeah. Uh, try to help out. Um, uh, it's, you know, I, I had the last two years, I haven't, I have, I've been, I've been busy. Yeah, you were, you were, we were talking before. You I was busy. busy. I wasn't like a, a doing nothing. It's like, waiting around. I, you know, it's like being in Marshall. One of the reasons why I like Marshall is because you got the North River, you got the South River, you got the Harbor. I have, I, I've always had a, a boat when I was a kid mm -hmm. and, uh, I like boats and, uh, I've had uh, several of them and I get tired of pay, paying to have someone repair them. So I, I went to uh, Massasoit Community College, had a uh, marine tech course. I took the marine tech so I can actually pull my engine, outboard engine apart and put it back together. I can pull my uh, inboard outboard and, and service it myself. And uh, so I, I maintained it myself. Nice. And then last year, on a bet to my, with my kids, I have two, two sons that went to Mass Maritime, one's mm -hmm. an engine and one's in deck, that, uh, that the Coast Guard exam is eight hours long. And I said, I could pass that. And they said, Dad, you can't do that. You with it. So I said, I will. So I, I, took a, I took a course. I took the captain's course. And uh, it was an eight-hour eight exam. There's four parts. Mm -hmm. It was, a, you know, um, what, first part was navigation, how to plot, yeah. 10 questions. Uh, and there was a, a different types of vessels, uh, inspected, uninspected vessels, yeah. uh, navigation aids. And you needed a 70 on those. Yeah. And then you needed the, um, the rules. And the rules, you needed a 90. Now, the rules are what color light's coming towards you in the, at night. Uh, what light is this? Mm -hmm. Wh which way you go right or left when you're, you're hitting a junction? Um, what do you do? What do you do? To the so it's, there's a number of different yeah. questions without, asking, without getting ready to do So I needed to take, I took the test. I got 80s and the ones I needed, 70s. And the uh, one that really counted, did you need it a 90? And it was closed book. Mm -hmm. I got a 100. 
I felt pretty good about it's it. Nice it's nice it's like, you know, it's, it's, that, uh, uh, it's, it's the idea of, you know, focusing right. uh, and, and, and taking the time and, 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 and doing, doing the work. I want to do a little civics 101 here for those that may, may not be familiar with how town government works. Sure. What's the role of the Board of Public Works? Well, the role of the Board of Public Works is, is to oversee and manage the Department of Public Works, which consists of a number of different enterprises, which is the water, sewer, mm -hmm. and trash. Uh, it has the highway department. It has the maintenance department, which the maintenance of all vehicles, police cars, fire, um, DPW, anything that has to do with the vehicle. And they're all housed at the uh, town garage. Uh, you get this, you know, and, and then the enterprises, the different components of uh, the enterprise, water, sewer, trash. Right. You get the transfer station. Uh, you get the collection uh, of uh, trash and the disposal of it. You get the wastewater. Where, uh, when I, in 2002, one of the other reasons why I ran in 2002 is, is the is a two sewer 2000. Okay. And back in two, and they were saying it was going to take three years for sewer 2000 to get through. Mm -hmm. um, and we hired the contractor, and the contractor came in. Uh, FedCorp was okay. the was the. I was that pretty good. Going back, I remember the contractor because I went to the meetings. I was the representative from the political side of things, making okay. sure it got done. And they were saying that uh, that was going to take two years to do from the old drive-in theater at, at Rexham up to the downtown. FedCorp did it in one year. Wow. And uh, the, the contract came in pretty close to budget, uh, but we did have weekly meetings and progress meetings uh, with uh, myself, Rob Procasino, um, Greg Robbins at the time was, was, was the engineer, environmental engineer. Uh, and uh, we mapped out exactly what they were going to do. We had the police and the fire at, at these meetings to make sure that everybody was on the same page. Mm -hmm. Good communication. That's why a, why a board member can actually set the tone and help out. Uh, being being a, um, an engineer, being a project planner, being a contract administrator, you can set the, you set mm -hmm. the tone and set each what needs to be done and what needs to be done. You mentioned in that answer the DPW barn. There's been talk recently about uh, having about a new barn. What's what's your thoughts on? Is there a new uh, does, is a new barn needed? Well, I buy a new tractor. Right. I have nowhere to put it. I live in Marshall in the salt air. Do I leave it uncovered next to my house? How many years I'm going to have? The the barn down there. We have a lot of equipment. Mm -hmm. uh, everything from street sweepers to trucks to lawnmowers. Uh, it's cr they're all crammed in. A 1950 um, steel still yeah. building, corrugated building. Uh, it's all rusted out. It's leaks. It's uh, falling apart. Uh, the uh, proposal is is to take the police station and the DPW uh, barn and rebuild them. Mm -hmm. Where are they going to rebuild them? Uh, it, there's been a number of sites. Uh, but the thing is, you need to have somewhere to store this expensive equipment. You get a friend and load, it costs you $250,000. Are you going to leave that out in the salt air nope. and have it fall apart? Or do you want to have it inside where you can maintain it and keep it for more than three or four years, keep it for the 15 or 20 years, 
as long as you maintain it. You can maintain any kind of piece of equipment for a long time. One of my boats is a 1972. I, bu I bought it in 1978, and I still own it. And it still runs like the day I bought it because you maintain it. I keep it inside during the winter so it's not in the elements, mm -hmm. and it will last forever. And that's what you need to do with the town garage, is if you have something that's expensive and you need to maintain it, you need to get it out of the elements. When it goes out in the elements, you bring it back and clean it. A lot of bus companies are the same way. I work part-time sometimes as a bus. Mm -hmm. but, and, and basically, the buses that are inside last a lot longer. If they're sitting up there, they rust right. like heck. You know, icing, freezing. Um, Living in New England, is, it, it lays a heck on your car, but mm -hmm, on yeah. an expensive, expensive piece of equipment, it does that too. Right. So, so as far as the financing of it outside of the budget, mm -hmm. uh, like the schools, um, it will never get funded otherwise. Right. And you know, as far as the new police station, I mean, any time that you have a police station, you know, you, uh, you need, I work for the Metropolitan District Commission, and I work with the Metropolitan Police at the yeah. time, uh, and we, we were trying to master plan a lot of their facilities. And one of the number one thing that, why should we improve a police department, a police station that's, you know, 50 years old, is prisoner safety. Mm -hmm. Someone comes in, either, either a DWI or drug-related, right. They go in there, you know, you don't want them to hurt themselves. Right. And then they become, you know, you want to have it safe. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, a new police station is good to have, you know, safety for, for, for people that are being held for one charge or another. Uh, the DPW garage needs to have a place to have, uh, to protect our investment. Right. Every, every race has its hot button issue, we'll say. Um, What's the hot button issue of a board of public works race? What's the big issue? I, I guess there's a number of hot buttons. I well, mean, like the big one. Like, is there one big one that you know, or two big ones that you know? Um, no, no. I don't think it's. I mean, uh, they're all big. They're all big. I mean, budget is always a big thing. Mm -hmm. um, you know, the enterprise funds were, were, were a hot but button that will continue to be a hot button going moving forward. Uh, the enterprise funds. Uh, there was um, uh, a discussion a few years ago where uh, that the selectmen and the town administrator at the mm -hmm. time uh, did not calculate the indirects right. correctly. Uh, S Steve Robbins and myself sat down and came up with a methodology mm -hmm. that's transparent, that everything is transparent. Mm -hmm. And we have a methodology. We don't necessarily agree with the selectmen as a board of public works and the treasurer, but we have a methodology mm -hmm. in which you can, it, it, you can actually go through the numbers. And, and at the end of the number, it's not just a number, it's a whole methodology. School budget has a methodology. Right. Police department has a methodology. Mm -hmm. uh, but because, the, because of the three enterprise funds are outside the general budget, right. Uh, and, and it can be charged back for those mm -hmm. things that have been paid. Uh, we wanted to make sure it was very transparent. Right. And, th and I worked hard on that uh, with uh, Steve Robbins, who replaced me two years ago. Yeah. And he was supposed to stay for the three years, but that's okay. But, you know, um, I want to make sure that Marshall has continuity on one of the most important boards 
is the Board of Public Works because it affects everybody's life. When you turn the water on, when you flush the toilet, when you throw the trash out, when you, when you go out and there's a snowstorm, uh, when, uh, when you want the uh, trash picked up at the beaches, it's all the DPW. Mm -hmm. People just don't see it. I, I, tell, I have told this story, any kind of emergency, uh, there's always three color lights. There's the police light, and then there's the fire light with the ambulance, and then there's the yellow light. And the yellow light is the guy that's fixing it, and that's the DPW. Right. And the DPW, people just don't, they take it for granted. Yeah. And there's, been, and, and there's been a lot of, uh, uh, there's a lot of, mm -hmm. you know, it, it, schools come first. Yeah. Our kids do. I mean, my kids are mm -hmm. great. They, they, they went to school, mm -hmm. and they, they've made something out of it because they went to Marshall schools. Uh, police and fire, absolutely. Uh, DPW, you know, snow plow, we need it. Uh, highway, absolutely. Uh, but we do get state funding through Chapter 90, mm -hmm. uh, and, we, and we try to use it wisely. And we have a whole system that mm -hmm. actually plans that out. Um, and, but the, the ones that really don't is the ball fields. Uh, we're, ball fields have been under, underfunded in this town for a long time. And that uh, when I was on the board, we tried to get a set special fund just for, just for ball fields. Mm -hmm. Uh, cemeteries, everyone forgets about it. Yeah, those are two areas that you... It's that people, you know, people don't understand that, you know, when people who lived here for many years, the former taxpayers, they go somewhere and it's, it's a cemetery. So in, uh, a number of years ago, I established a subcommittee off of the Board of Public Works for the cemeteries. Right. It was not, it was, uh, it was multifold. And we, we basically, I grouped the historical people, uh, Tommy Whalen, mm -hmm. who's done a lot with, yeah. the, with the historical... Um, mm -hmm. Cemeteries, Board um, of Public Health, uh, Mark McDonald, mm -hmm. uh, and a group to try to come up with multifaceted plan, uh, grouping together. Uh, the, the plan was to do three things. One is to remember where, where we came from. Mm -hmm. uh, where Plymouth is coming up now with their Plymouth 400. 400. But the, that also comes to, a lot of the pilgrims were buried in our cemeteries. Mm -hmm. Uh, we, and we, town meeting had voted through CPA funds to, is to take care of the uh, Governor Winslow right. Cemetery, where there's a number of famous people, including um, early pilgrims. Mm -hmm. um, you know, Daniel Webster, his family. Mm -hmm. uh, and we, 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 we did a number of those graves over uh, because you know, it, was, it was coming up and it's the right thing to do. We did North Marshfield uh, Cemetery. Mm -hmm. uh, you go by there, there's a lot of Civil War yeah. uh, people over there. Uh, and it, it looks nice. Couch Cemetery is, uh, is small, yeah. but we have a lot of land out there. So we we'll work with the superintendent in my last year at the Board of Public Works is, is to make sure that uh, we're doing the engineering for, for groundwater and for, for, for land uh, evaluation to where we can put uh, the cemetery and not hurt the environment. Uh, also, making sure that we get buy-in from others on a nice uh, landscaped, uh, cemetery right. that people will be proud of right. um, and that they go see their loved ones uh, it, it, it just doesn't look like a um, uh, place where they right, put yeah. them yeah. so you know that one of the big challenges really is funding for the ball fields and cemeteries okay. and has been in a long time okay. and uh, that was you know moving forward uh, being on the board member those those are those are my hot buttons mm -hmm. is ball fields and, and cemeteries but also 
make sure the water supply and our shorefront is being protected and, and rehabilitated so that we, when climate does change, and I might not be here, but other people will be mm -hmm. in 30 or 40 or 50 years, as they'll say, geez, you know, Marshall did a good job of, of being prepared. And right. that's, and that's what, in order to be prepared for the future, you need to do it now. Right. And that's the type of thing that, being on the Board of Public Works, you, you can make a difference um, to make sure that you do do the planning, you do put the projects together, you do go after the funding from the state level that it will help out so that the taxpayers of Marshfield do not have to f have flipped 100% of right. the bill. And last but certainly not least, why are you the best candidate? Um, well, it takes a team of three. Mm -hmm. um, I'm one candidate. Uh, Dave Carey is, is, is running for the one-year seat. John Kuzak's the other. Um, I would, I would bring a different perspective from a technical procurement and oversight with a number of years experience uh, where the others may not, but they also have other talents too. Mm -hmm. So and anything, if you have a group team effort, you look for people who are a little bit of different and you build a team mm -hmm. and everyone has a good perspective on things so that at the, at the end game that we all win. And uh, that's why I think I have the right perspective. I'm working together for a common cause, build a team, work my board members, work with the Board of Public Health, work with the selectmen, work with uh, the CPA uh, and open space, which um, is, is dear to my heart because we bought a ton of land to protect our water supply. And uh, everyone has to work together as a team. Great. Well, I want to wish you the best of luck. Thank you very much. Season. Thank you for coming on the show. Thanks. And that's all the time we have for Meet the Candidates. And until next time, make it a great day.